Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Many years ago, on a cold winter day in Alaska, my son asked me what he could do. I looked out the sliding glass doors and saw a great deal of snow and ice on the deck. I casually said, Well, you could clean all that snow and ice off the deck. How can I do that? He asked. I responded with the usual, I don't know. You'll just have to figure it out. He sat quiet for a minute and then, a few minutes later, appeared in a winter coat, stocking cap and mittens on the deck. He went to work. I don't really remember all of the tools he tried, but he was out to the garage and back many times. I tried to ignore his efforts on the surface, but I kept stealing glances to appraise his mind at work. Of course, my goal was to get him to think for himself. You could mildew. I many times responded to my daughter when she would ask me what she could do. Dad, what can I do? She would plead. And my response, you can do whatever you want to do. Or you could mildew. Dad would come her responding plea to my sick humor. The goal was always the same. Parents want their kids to learn to think. We want them to think for themselves. We want them to become independent. It isn't something with which we humans are born. We have to learn to take charge. We have to learn to think for ourselves. We have to learn to be ourselves. At the same time, we try to encourage independent thinking. We try to teach our children to listen to our advice or direction. We do not trust to their thinking when it comes to staying out of a busy road or touching a hot stove. We also intrude on their independence by teaching sharing, compassion, empathy, trust, and cooperation. There's no shortage of things we have to teach our children. We try to assist. By the time we are grandparents, or by the time we retire, our teaching days are behind us. Hopefully we have done our job, and our own children are capable of thinking and doing for themselves. They understand the important social concepts we instilled at an earlier age. Then they have children, and it's their turn. We grandparents... We elders pass on the responsibility of learning to another generation and hope for the best. We hope we have done our job in an effective fashion. Our last challenge lies ahead. We have to let go of them and our grandchildren. Oh, of course, we can tread lightly with the grandchildren, but major teaching moments belong to the parents. Saying we have to let go and letting go are two different things. It requires eternal effort and understanding. My mother used to say, you never quit having children, no matter their age. They're always your children. You love them and care what they do with their lives. And sometimes we want to help them more than we should. Of course, the process of letting go must start 
early in life if it is to be successful and a transfer of independence. By this I mean that we can sometimes hover a bit too closely. We become an enabler and rob the child of the rich rewards derived from failure and mistakes. We're encouraged to make every experience positive. We love to praise and are reluctant to correct or admonish. It's always a tough call. It's easy to become overprotective. My wife's wise response to my concerns regarding problematic situations stick in my mind. Whose problem is it? I have to pull back and agree that indeed it is not my problem. I have to let go. This situation mirrors that popular cliché. It's not all about you. In fact, most of the time, it's not about you or me. A good friend of mine has an attitude regarding his own adult children that I have heard often. He just tries to stay out of his own kid's way. He likes to say, they will figure it out. He practices what he preaches. He truly believes that the best thing he can do for his kids is to not interfere in their life problems. Of course, when our own children, no matter their age, have challenges, we want to lend a hand if we can. This is where we have to walk softly. I could have helped engineer my son's effort in his attack on snow and ice in Alaska. I could have taken more of an active role with my daughter's wishes when she was just a young thing, but I didn't. Perhaps this is just an admission of one more mistake I made in life, but I do think they learned to think for themselves. Are we assisting or enabling? These dilemmas seem to appear and reappear. After careful consideration, we can only do the best we know how. We just never want to overlook the careful consideration part. But I have to come down on the side of letting them figure it out. And perhaps even more importantly, in letting them do it. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. You can rate review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please do. It helps. Mm-hmm.